of the Lord, Casey and the Sunshine Band. And the Lord showed me as clear as day a picture of New Orleans. And where they had said that if the levee had been engineered differently, the city wouldn't have flooded. And I saw for you this picture of how the Lord, where it talks about is the maker and builder of the city. That God is the one that engineered the levee around your kids. And He engineered a levee around your family that will not experience flood. It will not experience famine. And in fact, the word for you is that He will keep famine far from you. And that the levee will not break that the things that your kids may walk through or experience the Bible says is a momentary and light affliction the future glory far outweighs that I'm going to make them stronger and better and bigger in me. Like Steve Austin and the six million dollar man. They don't, they don't even know who that is either. Because I am their God. I'll never forsake I marked him and sealed him. This is why the onslaught of the enemy has been so great upon them. The arrows of the enemy have come and come and come and come and come. And you said it's not fair. How come me? How come me? How come me? But they were not darts and poisons, the enemy planned. were tarts of my protection. They were darts of my plan to forge you and make you like my son who made a whip in the temple. Your testimony and who I have made you to be will be a whip against the back of him who would come and rail an accusation against a generation and say that your life is not worth living that it is meaningless, meaningless and you will rise up as a voice a contrary truth to the lie of Satan and the horde of hell mark that you've set for yourself the Lord is going to do even exceedingly abundantly beyond that there's not one thing you can do look at me sweetheart not one thing you can do not one he's going to give you strength in this season where it just seems awkward at times you wonder where close friends are it'll pass and you move on and God's going to bring people close friends and people that really love you and care for you Lots of people see like surrounded by a group of people that are so jealous. And the Lord says this to you. You're beautiful. And you need to say that to yourself. I'm beautiful. God made me beautiful. Hallelujah. Alright, I'm just going to pray for these right here. Man of God, 
God's going to give you great brilliance. I see you, um, you're going to do good at math. I'm going to prophesy this over your life. You're going to be good with numbers and God's going to raise you up. You're going to do great things. And you're going to, you're going to begin to see a, mom, you're going to begin to see a brilliance in this young man. He's going to pick up things. Okay? You're going to be smart and don't ever let anybody tell you anything different. And you stand in that. All right? You're going to promise me that? Okay? Woman of God, I thank you, Father. Goodness. Tell us your name, Vicky. Vicky. It's because I heard him say it. I like your clogs, you know that's the thing. Yes. And I bet they are. They look comfy. Thank you for Vicky. Thank you for her life that she is just exceptional. She is a woman who has excelled, who has known success. She is someone who's been good no matter what she did in fact it sickened other people (laughs) like how could you do that took me so long to get it and you just did it and God I thank you for her life and and what it is that you're forging in her like this blacksmith that forges a sword on an anvil with a hammer and a fire Lord, you're forging her as a weapon that will not break. You're forging her as a weapon, like you said, forged for battle. You're forging her for this time and this season. That it is no accident that I brought you here. It is no accident that I placed you here. It is no accident that you have come. There's no accident the things that have happened or what you've been through. It is no accident. My plan and my design. (laughs) Is to make you like a broad sword. The Romans have these swords that they could get close to the person they were fighting with. Now I made you a broadsword. And it's no secret to me, to the forces of darkness that I've marked you. The relentless pursuit of hell against you. Because he can see what I see. He can see what I mean. And quite frankly, Vicky, it intimidates him. You have scared the hell out of hell. Can you edit that? I'm so sorry. <laughs> Come on. You scared the hell out of hell. Say it again. Ah! It's like every time your feet hit the floor in your cute little clog shoes. You just scare the enemy. Give him a migraine. You make him go, oh no. I thought that last blow would have got her. I thought that last one would have done her in. She just keeps coming and coming and coming and coming and coming. And coming and coming and coming and coming. And coming and coming and coming and coming. For you are the relentless one. I made you broadsword Vicky. 
to be relentless. And to gut the enemy right where he deserves it. In his heart. Just release your anointing. Come on, somebody say hallelujah. Say your name for the tape. Lori. Reach your hands towards Lori. Come on, pray in the Holy Ghost. Say, Jesus, give Lori a good word. Hallelujah. The Lord calls you Jael today. In Judges chapter 4, Deborah arose, a prophetess, and there is a Deborah anointing upon you also, but Deborah arose, a prophetess, and Barak, and they joined together, and they came against the army of Sesera. And Sesera, the captain, or the leader of the army, ran to Jael's tent, and she was there minding her business, and here showed the, the, the captain of the host of the army of the enemy. And she covered him with a blanket, and she, he asked for water. He gave him warm milk. And he fell asleep. And she took a tent peg and drove it through his head. Love that scripture. She likes it too. That's good. Hallelujah. The Lord calls you JL today. And the Lord would say, I'm giving you unique ideas. And I'm putting you even amongst the enemy. And I'm going to show you how to cover. I'm going to show you even how to trick and to bring even into subjection the enemies of the Lord. And I'm going to put you in places even politically. I'm going to put you even in places uh, where it would even be out of your own home. And your home has been a, a place of habitation of my spirit, says God. I've brought people into your home over the years and you've nursed them back to hell and you've helped them and you've strengthened them and sent them out. Your home really has been like a, I mean, not a halfway house, that's, that's the wrong word, but, a, but a, a house of refuge. And that will never stop in your life. So to be open for that. Time has been difficult. Times has been challenging. It's cost you some. And it's cost you, and, and you say, Lord, it's, it's all yours anyway. You have a real revelation of, uh, of stewardship, a real revelation from the Lord of ownership. He's purchased you. He's redeemed you. He snatched you out of a muck and a miry clay. And then God is going to teach you now to wield the tent peg in your home, to put through the mind, which is really not killing people, of course, but thoughts that would rob even those in political office, I'm going to put you in unique situations, says God, where you're going to, I'm going to show you how to cover them, and I'm going to show you how to give them the milk of the word, and I'm going to show you how to defeat even the, the, the assignment of the enemy that would cause, uh, to cause them to think incorrectly, and I'm going to send them back out, even as new creations. Your home is going to be a refuge again. Furthermore, you're going to have multiple homes. I see three. I see three houses that you have. And it's almost like this side thing, but the side thing is the main thing. It's going to be a tremendous ministry that flows. You, sir, uh, have wondered where your place is at times in the house. Uh, your wife is filled with faith and, and vigor and just would just jump off a cliff if the Lord tells her to. You're a grounding effect for her. You're a man of uh, a reason. You're full of faith also, but the Lord has given you unique, uh, has coupled you up and made you one flesh in a unique way. And it's by His design. And you're going to learn to work together in this next season as never before. Look for the new thing that comes. Look for the, cl the cloud, the size of a man's hand that's rising on the horizon. It's not going to be like it was before. It's a new season. It's a new day. It's a new season. It's a new hour. Give yourself to this new thing. If one can put a thousand to flight, two can put ten thousand. And there's a great prayer movement happening even in your own, in your own home, in your own marriage, and your own family. And restoration is the other thing. Amen. Sir, what's your name? 
Tim? Tim, I've got a, I've got a verse for you, a passage. Isaiah 40, 31. Those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. A mountain with wings of eagles shall walk and not faint. There's a new strength coming to you in your life. There's been a weariness that the enemy's trying to attack you with. Great weariness. And uh, there, there are moments in your life where you, you feel so, uh, even at times, just burdened down by many things that are going on in your life. But God says He's bringing a new strength, a new strength. Lord, we rebuke weariness now. And we declare in the name of Jesus, strength. There's been a lot of burdens. And Lord, we break these burdens off of His shoulders now. Lord, there's a weight. There's been even moments where it says, why should I even get out of bed today? But the Lord says, I'm putting a new joy in your steps. I'm putting a new strength in you, a new purpose. You're going to begin to see a new purpose arise in your life. As a matter of fact, you're not done dreaming. You're not done having visions. I'm restoring new visions unto you. I see even days of you waking up in the morning and you can't even wait to get out of bed. Even though your body's telling you it's not time yet, you're going to be so excited just to get out of bed and start that day because of the dreams and the visions that God is putting in your life. He ain't through with you yet. As a matter of fact, He's just getting started. New strength. Those who wait upon the Lord, He'll renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings of eagles. They shall walk and not faint. In Jesus' name, in Jesus. Oh, that's good. Have, tell us your name. Jotine. Have you? Did you go? All right. Jojean. Jojean. Ah, I know. Oh, thank you for Jojean. Thank you for her life. I thank you for the spirit of the intercessor. That you've caused this woman to have the power of a prayer life that affects the world, that touches heaven. A prayer that touches your heart, touches heaven. Lord, I thank you for her love of Israel, her love of your people. I thank you for her love that she, God, just gives out so freely. Like feeding hungry people. They're so grateful to be fed. So grateful to partake. And Lord, You've called her to partake of heaven. To eat Your manna. The sure bread of Your presence. The smell of fresh baked bread she is one who so intimately knows you and Lord I thank you that she will see the effectiveness of her fervent prayer that she will see with her eyes things she has decreed things she has declared happen before her very eyes. Tumors dissolving. Cancer shrinking. Lord, you'll call her to be a sower, a provider a financier of your coming kingdom and what it is that you're doing. And you say, how in the natural is that possible? <laughs> I just know to the prophet Elijah, the widow of Zarephath, provided everything he had needed. not what you get. The widow with two minds would know that. But how you give it. Like Cornelius.
Cornelius, your offerings have gone before me. It's a fragrant offering. For other people, get out of their abundance. Other people, get out of their abundance. But you give me all you have. You've lived recklessly before me, says the Lord, giving all you have many times with no thought of tomorrow. Giving your groceries away, giving away from your sustenance to help someone else in need. Because of that, the Lord tells you today, I trust you. Hear the word of the Lord. Trust you. Our team that's going to Anchorage, come Sarah. Is there anybody else that's going to Anchorage in the Anchorage team? All right, come Greg, stand right here. We'll prophesy over you, Greg, first. Uh, Sarah. Yeah, here you go. Come on, guys. Grace God. I'm sorry. Thank you for the quality of this man. I'm too long. Oh, don't say that in the microphone. (laughs) There's a quality about you. (laughs) I can't help it. There's a quality about you. Jesus. And God, you can go after me. This is your season. I've told you this. I've prophesied over you many, many times. This is your season, bro. You're not going to shrink back. All the old patterns are shattered. You're going to move into this new thing and it's going to be dynamic and it's going to be powerful. Furthermore, the effects that that is going to bring is going to rock your whole family. And you are like a breaker. The breaker has gone before you. And even as a, a breaker would go into the ice of the of the north to break open, to make a way, so it is. I have made you like that breaker that went before the, 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 the vessel that was carrying all the fuel to get to Nome. And as you do that, it's going to bring forth fuel to the places that I send you. You're going to go on missionary trips and you're going to lead worship again. You're going to preach and you're going to prophesy. God's hand is mightily upon you even from a young age. But there were some things that happened even uh, even through generational iniquity that tried to hold you up and trip you up. But you're back! And you're on fire. And the days that are yet ahead are going to burn brightly. And I'm going to restore and I'm going to heal and I'm going to raise you up. The best is yet to come. Might as well start shouting now because it's all over. Devil's on the run and God's on the throne. Yesterday when we were in the men's group, you told me that you work at like a collision place, right? And as you were saying that, God just brought the word collision to me for you. And just as what Pastor Bracken is saying to you, I just see a collision with God's grace. A collision with God's favor. You and God's favor are going to run into each other. It's going to perform what Pastor Brock is talking about. And there's a quality about you. So I just release that in the name of Jesus. I like me too. How you doing? Sarah, right? Girl, you got a good voice. I just got to say that. Shift. Shift. Season of extreme. As a matter of fact, most of the time you take a car from first gear, then to second gear, third gear. But the plan of God for your life is to go and rev you up in first. And there's now this shifting into fifth. And you're going to move fast. You're going to move crazy on fire. As a matter of fact, I, I see you experiencing some spiritual whiplash. Because you're going to be pushed into a new season of shifting. But there's coming a new grace on your life. You've been, you've been worrying about some things that you have no business worrying about. You don't even need to worry about it. It's not even the season to worry. And I don't know if there's a... Um, 
It, it seems as though there's been a generational curse of worrying that has been planted over your life. And I rebuke that spirit of worrying now, whatever that is. But the Lord is wanting to move you into a season of rest, of peace, of refreshing. That even at times where you, you think too much and you try and get to too, too deep into topics or ideas, but the Lord's saying, I'm going to develop a new trust in me, in your life. Worry is broken off of you. As a matter of fact, you're going to begin to walk with ease through some things. That heaviness has been upon you in certain circumstances, certain relationships. That heaviness is broken and there's ease coming to your life. So Lord, I pray that in this season of shift, as you begin to move her forward quickly, God, I pray now in the mighty name of Jesus, new, fresh anointing, new, fresh grace. In the next month, I see that there's going to be a, a circumstantial or a circumstance of moving you even deeper into the presence of the Lord. And that circumstance is going to be such a wonderful thing that's going to happen in your life because you're going to have a face-to-face encounter with God, a new encounter. You've been asking God, Lord, I want to know you in a more intimate level. But there have been some, it seems as though there's been some walls that have been surrounding you, hindering you from that. God says, I'm tearing down all the walls. And now is your season of a new, fresh encounter with me in Jesus' name. Get her. Are you guys together? No? Tell me your name. Lord, I thank you for Terry. God, I don't know a lot about Alaska, but I know that there can be isolationism. There can be loneliness. There are places of extreme conditions in Alaska. I thank you for Terry and her life and the protection you've given her to not feel isolated or alone. I thank you that even as a young age, even at a young age, she knew that you were with her. Lord, I I see even as like a little kid, knowing who you are and how great you were. And I thank you for her life. I, I bless her today. I bless her today to to be able to deliver others. That you have called Moses to be your deliverer. To those that are bound. To those that have been captive and don't even know it. Many of the prison doors have been open and they didn't know they were released. And that you're going to cause her life and testimony to be one of deliverer. To be able to go to the captive and say, be set free. To go to the one who is bound and say, I've come to help bind up the broken heart. To set at liberty. Because the word I hear for you is a little strange, but it takes one to know one. takes one to know one. It takes someone who walked through something to know when someone's in something. So Lord, I release a new anointing. <laughs> Troy, man of God. Mighty man of valor. Seeking whom he may devour. 
And that concept, I just want to, want to preach to you for a second. But that concept of being devoured, actually, that idea and the definition of that word is to be restricted. Almost to be suffocated. And the devil has tried to restrict you. He's tried to suffocate you. He's tried to suffocate things that have surrounded you, people that have surrounded you. And you've gone through a decimating time in your life. As a matter of fact, it almost it was like an atomic bomb went off in your life. And you were standing and everything around you was leveled. And you said, Lord, what happened? But you kept character. Even in that time, there was times where your, your life was threatened by the things that surrounded you. And you even devalued your life. But God came in and He brought value to your life again. And He brought hope to your life again. And it's not you. God loves you. And He's purposed for you. And do not allow the weapons of the enemy and that which the enemy is trying to destroy and devour to affect you any longer. Because it is time now to step into hope. For God's got a hope for you. Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the plans that I have for you, the cares of the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. That is your verse. The devil shall not devour you. He shall not restrict you or strangle you any longer. You are free from his restrictions. You are now going to walk in a new level of freedom in your life. Freedom of relationship. Freedom in joy. Freedom in peace. It's like this burden is being lifted off of you now. It's like there's been a noose tied around your neck that has been restricting even your breathing. And God is saying, I'm releasing that in the name of Jesus. He's taking all the chains off now. Lord God, that thing that's happened to his heart, that brokenness, I declare in the name of Jesus, healing it now. I even see you waking up in the middle of the night with almost these attacks. I see like you waking up and you can barely even breathe and you're, you're just gasping for breath. And God is saying, I'm even taking that, I'm healing all that. All these dreams that have been keeping you up at night. Every one of these things, God's delivering you from it. And you're walking in a new freedom and a new joy new grace in Jesus name. I just want to add a short thing to that. There is a brand new thing that has taken place where you've allowed the Lord to come into your heart to father you in a new way. And there are some things that happen even with your earthly father where the Lord is just adding any missing pieces as it is with all of us our earthly fathers do the the best that they have and they certainly can't give what they don't have our heavenly father makes all the difference and I see the Lord coming down touching your heart he's making you a man among men and a father to the a father to the fatherless to bring healing and encouragement and strength. Here. Sorry, could you sit back down real fast? Here, we didn't do you right. Tell me your name. Shauna. As I was standing there, I felt like that I didn't skip you on purpose. It was an accident. Because I thought you were with her. And the Lord spoke to me and said in your life, there have been those things that have happened to you that were accidental. Where you felt skipped or you felt passed over. You felt like you were picked last. That you were less than because of someone else's opinion. Because of some some way that someone viewed you which was incorrect that many times that misunderstanding of your being quiet or unassuming that people would view as weak and I declare to you that you're coming into a new day because in my kingdom it is an upside down kingdom the last are first the least are greatest. I call those things that are not as though they were. And I'm calling forth out of your life the destiny that I choose you, Sean. 
I, the Lord, choose you. In fact, the scripture is, I chose you before the foundation of time. I foreknew you and predestined you. Before you ever chose me, I chose you. So, Lord, I release over her life the fresh revelation of you picked her. You picked her in the name of Jesus. What's your name? Mary Jo. Beautiful name. Mary Jo. You you are one that would like when you're walking down the road and you see a beautiful flower, you love to sit there and admire the flowers. As a matter of fact, I see you as being one that even loves to smell the roses. But there's a season in your life where it's almost like the flowers lost their color and the roses lost their smell. And things begin to become bland to you. It's almost like you lived in a world of black and white. And you lost an enjoyment. You lost a joy. And I don't know, it it almost seemed as though something was stolen from you. And it brought that in your life. But God is saying that I'm restoring that joy. Even in this season, there's going to be a new uh, presence of my spirit in your life. There's going to be a new fresh joy, a new fresh peace in your life. And you're not even going to begin to... The funny thing is this. You're not going to be going to go back to those days of walking on the side of the road and smelling the flowers or looking at them and enjoying Because God is saying that I'm giving you your own garden. And you're going to begin to learn how to dwell in that garden. And I'm going to begin to open up the doors of new enjoyment in your life. New, fresh peace, grace, joy unspeakable and full of glory. And you're, you're almost going to be like a greenhouse. I see a greenhouse effect coming in your life where the, the, the windows of heaven are going to be open and the sunbeams of the Lord are just going to fall upon you and grace your life every morning. His, the Bible says that His mercies are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. And that's going to be your new verse now for your life. The colors are becoming even more vibrant than before. The smells are even greater. Thank you, Father. Noel, God just gives me pictures a lot of times, and today it seems to be mostly shoes. I don't know, it's just a weird day. But God drew my attention to your, to your long, beautiful skirt, and in it, the word long jumped out at me. That there's some things that you've just longed for. Some things deep inside maybe nobody else has ever known, ever seen. And God's coming to fulfill those longings. So call upon Him. Ask Him. He loves you more than you can realize or that you'll ever know. And those longings are going to cease. And there's going to be perfect peace. Hallelujah. Tell us your name. Wait, wait. told you it's shoe day all right so you have these boots on and god just drew them to my attention they're stylish they got buckles they got heels you're a stylish person this is what i felt what are boots for though really they are for walking and you are going to walk in a new authority and uh you know you're going to walk in a new authority and what trample on snakes and scorpions i mean what are boots for there you go they are for tromping through whatever, the tundra or whatever, you know? And you're going to walk in a new authority. It's a word for you today. That's good. Are you guys together? Well, that's Marcus, right? Morris. I was so close. Tell me your name. Rebecca. And your name? Olivia. It's very pretty. What's your name, little man? What's your name? Little man? J.W.? Jaden? Lord, I thank you for Jaden. I thank you as I saw him struggling to get away, running. He'd be cruising all over this church right now if he could. That there's many times that I made prophets like that the reason they are the way they are is because I made them like that I made them tough I made them resilient I made them to not back down I made them to say come on 
the thing within his life that sometimes drives you crazy is the thing that I'm going to use in his life to see a world change for me. And I see a new energy and a new strength coming to your life. That There has been an attack upon your physical person to keep you worn out and weary. And you've said it's like it doesn't matter that I get sleep. It doesn't matter how strong my coffee is. It doesn't matter that I take a nap. It doesn't matter that my, what, you're married? Just check. That my husband does all the chores and the housework and you married a good man. I just want you to know that. You married a good man. You married up, as they say. It doesn't matter that he does the work around the house. It's like a spirit of fatigue. And a heaviness that's come on you that you just can't shake. And it is an attack from Satan to rob you of the joy of being simply one of the most amazing mothers that I made. It was no accident I chose Mary to be the mother of my son. And it's no accident that I chose you to be these precious kids, Mom. And so, Lord, I release an injection of heaven. A Holy Ghost, B12, vitamin boost. An infusion of heaven. In the name of Jesus. On that, God is also fixing some, he's, he's healing some deficiencies in, in your body. And those things are being healed now, and we rebuke those things, and we declare healing in your body in Jesus' name. Sir, you are a professional. And this, this is what I see. You've got a counseling anointing on your life. And as a matter of fact, you have, have grown up knowing what it's like to lose stuff. Even I even see you playing in a game and you giving your all and playing your best, but you still lose because of those who are surrounding you. And you know what it's like to lose. You know what it's like to be defeated. And God, it's like God has used you even in this recent day since the Lord has grabbed a hold of you to counsel those and how to deal with grief and how to deal with it with losing and and. and being victims. But I see something new coming in your life. A new anointing. God is going to begin to release upon you a new anointing to know what it's like to win. To know what it's like to increase and to prosper. So much so that, that God's going to begin to surround you with people. And like you become, you, it's almost like your entire life, you know what it's like and you've taught people how to deal with grief and loss. You're going to begin to live in a new life of prosperity and increase. That you're going to begin to teach people how to increase and how to strive. And that new anointing is coming on your life. There's a switch. It's like God is flipping the switch. God is flipping the switch now. There's a new anointing of increase. A new anointing of life. God is going to begin to teach you how it is to live in His presence. To walk in His presence. To walk in His grace. There's a new anointing for increase coming on your life. And that new anointing of increase is going to be influence. But God is healing those parts of your heart. And that's the one thing that God is going to teach you in this new season. There's a stripping away of all those things that have built up. It's almost like I see like a plaque around your heart. And there's this stripping that God is doing to your heart. And He's beginning to, He's going to begin to teach you how to walk in forgiveness. To walk in, in, in hope. And those things that have defeated you once in the past are going to become your strength. And you're going to overcome. And you're going to teach people how to overcome. And how to be an overcomer. And I thank you, Father, Jesus. Anita.
Praise God. Father, thank you for Anita. Come on, reach your hands out. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Father, In the book of Judges, there's a gruesome story of a man who brings his wife home. And the, the people of the town, they ravage her. And it's this big sin in Israel. And all of Israel gets together. And they, I believe it's Judah, but I'd have to go look. And they, they, uh, they say, give up the man that did this horrible crime. And Judah wouldn't give him up. So all of Israel comes together and they come in to battle against Judah. Benjamin. I need to look. It's in the book of Judges. Tribe of Benjamin. And any, anyway, they come and they wouldn't give up these men that did this evil thing. And so they inquire of the Lord and the Lord says, go ahead and attack. I'll give you victory. They go and they attack and they lose thousands of men. They lose the first round. They gather together. They pray, God, do you want us to attack? The Lord says, go ahead and attack. They attack again and they lose men again. I think they lose 18,000 men. A third time they go and they inquire of the Lord and they say, Lord, do you want us to attack? They go and they attack and they have victory. The word of the Lord to you is this. There are some battles that are harder than others. There are some things that are more difficult than others. And while in one moment there can be a release of a gift of faith and you can pray and see the hearts of men, situations and circumstances and provision change instantaneously, even almost at a day. But there are other situations where there comes an, there's an endorsement of evil. And you have to wage a good warfare. You have to pray and continue to inquire of the Lord. And God is going to show you some ways in this next season of how to move through some of the things that you're in now. Some of the, the, I see uh, there's almost like battles that are off to the right the left that nobody even know about. And there's some things that are even going on in your own heart saying, is this all there is? And you're very grateful but you're looking for more. And that has been placed there by the Lord. And God is going to teach you how to overcome these stra- and give you strategy in this, this. There's some specific things that have been very hard to fall. Certain things crumbled, but then other walls stand there and just almost laugh at you. And God says, I'm going to show you as you continue to inquire in His temple, He's going to give you strategy. And that it might look like you've lost or that wall will not be moved. You know what it is to break down a concrete wall. Sometimes you just need to keep swinging that hammer. And on the 30th time or the 35th time, you will begin to see a crack in that wall. And the Lord says this to you, my daughter. The crack has already begun. And I'm going to cause that crack to become wider and wider. And the wall that seemed immovable and impossible will fall before you as you inquire. And as you pray. And as you do the right thing. I will cause those walls in your family to be broken. I will cause the walls of opposition to be moved. I'm releasing my power to you. The endorsement of evil will be broken through your agreement with me and my words, says the Lord. Here, come tell us your name. Teresa. I was worshiping last night and I saw this little prism thing. I don't know what else to call it. But when the light hit it, and it hit it in such a way that it shone on this wall right there, and it and it was and it, what I heard is that it's the top of the anointing oil that it, it refracts light, like certain things reflect light, and other things refract light. And I and I heard for you as I was standing here that like that prism for your people that you will be an emissary of my light you will be an ambassador for me says the Lord where that top of that jar in and of itself is pretty and beautiful as are you but when my light hits it and shines through it the brilliance of it is almost unexplainable through the clear prism of that top flow every color of the rainbow and the brilliance of my light shining through you will bring such a freedom will bring such a joy 
will be a reemergence to the identity of who I have made them to be. The reemergence of who I made them to be. They will see through the light of who I am in you. So do not hide your light under a bushel, my daughter. Do not hide my light. But let it shine brightly. been one that when the storms have come, things get knocked down, blown over. You uh, you get outside, even though it was cold, wet, dark. You get outside and say, well, this has to be done. And you've never shied away from things that had to be done. Even though the work might have been hard, the load might have been heavy, you said, I've got to get things done. And there have been moments where you've pressed and pressed and pressed. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. Come all who are weary, who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Woman of God, you're moving into a season of great rest. As a matter of fact, I see you in times being alone. Even at times having to carry things that you are not supposed to be carrying. Working very hard and diligent and doing it all alone. But you said, Lord, it's not about others and making others see what I'm doing. But Lord, I'm doing this for you. And God is allowing you to enter into a wonderful season of great rest. Such great peace in your life that others, I see others coming around you. And joining with you. And in moments where you feel there's going to be some anxiety you're going to face. Because you're going to think, oh, I need to get up off the couch and i got to do this. And oh, all this stuff is blown over. And, and you're going to see people say, no, 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 sit down. Here's a bowl of some tomato soup. I don't know why tomato soup, but there you go. You like tomato good. Here's some tomato soup. You sit there and enjoy by the fire. Let me do that. A time of peace and rest are coming, is coming to you. Father, I pray now. Great joy. Great rest. Hallelujah. Here, tell me your name. Liz, you're a beautiful woman, Liz. And I thank you. The word that I hear for you is you come as you are. You come as you are. Like Peter and John at the gate, beautiful to the beggar, they said, silver and gold we don't have. But such as we have, we give thee. And you are just a woman who, you come as you are. If it means limping, you come limping. If it means running, And leaping and praising God, you come. Running and leaping and praising God. You come as you are. And I thank you, Lord, that today I declare over lit a new freedom in the limitations the enemy has set against her and her physical body and the things that have beset her. In the name of Jesus, I curse that now. In Jesus' name, over her physical body, every ailment, every ache, and every pain, no matter how great or how small, 
we command you to release your hold. We break your power off her life right now. In the name of Jesus, we break that assignment of the enemy to come against her physical body and bring affliction. It is a spirit of affliction set against you. In Jesus' name, we break that power right now. We break its hold. We thank you that she is a great encourager. God, that she is a great woman of faith, a great woman, a hero in your house. A hero in your house. Like Barnabas who sold the field and was called the son of encouragement. So is she your kid. In the face of limitless opposition. She's the Terminator. She just keeps coming. I'll be back. That was my Arnold Schwarzenegger impression. Shh, Jesus. Come on, stand up on your feet. Lift your hands to heaven. You're good. You're good. And your mercies endure. You're good. Come on, lift your voice. season of reconciliation that God's bringing you into. And that's going to be your new word for this new season is reconciliation. As a matter of fact, you're Joseph to your family. You've been pushed out. You've been gunned out. Sometimes you feel like you were just shoved in a cannon and shot out. And that nobody even took aim. They just shot you out. But God says that there's reconciliation coming across your entire family. And there's been some ill-spoken words against you. Things that were lies. And people even knew they were lies, but they believed them anyways. Because they're bitter people. For some reason, there's been some bitter people that have just surrounded you in your life. But it hasn't taken effect. There's been moments where you could have been bitter yourself. And the devil tried to affect you. But God kept your heart right. And you just prayed. And you said, well, you know what? I'm just going to serve God and I'm going to seek after God. God's going to reward you. And as God placed Joseph to be a blessing, not just for his family, but for generation to generation, God is going to begin to use you. There's a new season of divine strategy coming to your life. There's almost been a standstill in some things in your life. And you've hit some walls. And you've hit that wall and you said, okay, Lord, well, what's next? And God has just been waiting for the right season. And he's going to come he's going to 
break down all the walls. And he's moving into, I see a download of supernatural wisdom and strategy for the next season of your life. And there's a new level of prosperity that's coming upon you and a new level of ingenuity. Um, you're going to begin to see problems that happen constantly in, in the sphere of influence that you're in. And you're going to know how to fix them right away. Quick thinker. And there's that new level of strategy coming up. fulfillment in certain areas, although nobody would know it. Nobody would know that there's a sense of like a lack of fulfillment in the area of ministry and the release of, of all that you feel in your heart. And God has placed those things in your heart this season that is yet ahead. Even over this next, within the next six months to a year, you're going to find a bursting forth of fruit. You're going to find a bursting forth of harvest and purpose, says the Lord. And I, you've treasured these things in your heart. There's been some visions and, and, and prophetic words and times that I've spoken to you and your husband in the quiet, secret place. And I'm going to bring forth that which I said I would do. Though the vision tarries, wait for it. It will not show false. It will not prove false. So it speaks of the end. It will come. I want just want to break something off of you right now. I'll never forget the first pair of Nikes that I ever bought. I had the hardest time buying them. Because I was, the first pair of Nike tennis shoes that I ever bought, I had a hard time buying them. Because I was raised my whole life. you got to be frugal, buy Everlast, and they last like two weeks. You know what I'm talking about? And there's some things that you really desire, even wanted. But there's been something inside of you that says, well, uh, maybe later. Right now is not the time. God's moving you into a season of great enjoyment. You're just going to enjoy things. And you know what? That thing's going to be taken off your life because God is going to move you into a moment where you, you buy something. I don't know if this is how you really are, but I see you buying something and feeling guilty about buying that and being like, oh, man, I should have bought that. Oh, why did I? Oh, and then you can't even enjoy that thing that you bought. But God is saying, because I'm releasing you to a new season of prosperity, I'm going to teach you that spirit is being broken off of you. And it's something that's been trained in your life. You're going to begin to learn how to enjoy things. There's been a poverty mentality that has actually held you back from walking in faith to some of the things that God's called you to. And we're breaking that off in Jesus' name. Enjoyment. I've called you like Cyrus and driven you like a peg in a firm place and I've made your mind quick you've always thought five steps ahead ten steps ahead your mind races like an Indy 500 track and teachers and people have said it's ADD, it's ADHD it's just people talk slow because you have been made by me Like Pastor Josh spoke over your dad as a thinker. To walk in creativity. I see you doodling and marking up everything. Like drawing all over everything. And inventing stuff. And tearing things apart. Trying to rebuild them. And just like crazy things that you you just can't stop. I don't know. Dude, Dad, it'll be like, dude, why'd you do that? I don't know. I just had to know how it worked. I don't know. Be like, I just bought that for you. I know. I'm so sorry. But I, the Lord, have made you like this. And like that verse says, the claim cannot say to the potter, why have you made me this way? The clay cannot say to the potter, Why have you made me this way? Because I've given you a spirit of excellence to excel in business, entrepreneurship, to think of things and be a captain of industry, to change a world, a generation that thinks small. 
like Pastor Chris said, you will dream big. P.S. The first word, reconciliation. The second word, relocation. Not relocation where you're going, but there's been a dislocation within your family. It's been hard when you try and walk, you know, if you've got a dislocated arm or something like that. Even when you walk, it hurts. And, and there's been some hurting and some dislocation in your family. God's going to relocate those things. God's joining those things back together. And those things that have been dislocated and be put back in the socket and strengthened. And I pray that strengthening now. I pray, Lord God, that relocating to purpose, that relocating to family, Lord. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, you're going to...